0: are you always worrying about the future does your mind work at the speed of light is it always trying to predict and control the future yep minds too and it's very common for our minds to do this and in this episode i want to explore that and also offer three practical steps that have helped me manage it alaikum and welcome to the resilient Musima podcast Join me, Marim Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. The past couple of months have been the most difficult period of my entire life thus far because of some personal challenges that maybe I'll talk about in future episodes because I'm truly learning a lot through these challenges and, you know, I love to share them and help, hope that other people learn from them just like I am learning from them. And so I remember a few nights ago, actually, it was a night a few weeks ago where I woke up several times and I had difficulty going back to sleep each time because of all the thoughts that were racing through my mind. I, was, I kept thinking of all the worst case scenarios. I kept thinking of all the bad things that can and in my mind are going to happen. And I tried reading da'az and I tried reading my atqar and in the moment it would work. But then I'd wake up and the cycle would start again. I just couldn't manage to turn off my brain. The brain actually continuously goes to the negative and it's always thinking of worst case scenarios and it's always wondering what will happen as if thinking repeatedly about it will change the future. Thinking does nothing, action does everything but when you're stuck in the thinking taking action is very difficult and I was so stuck in the thinking that all I was doing was thinking and worrying myself so much I ruined my sleep because of those thoughts. And there was absolutely nothing I could have done to make my situation better at 2 a.m., right? I couldn't have taken many actions at 2 a.m. to make myself better, like to make the circumstance better. Besides praying tahajjud and making dua, which I did. But again, sleeping only for three to four hours a night causes a lot of harm to the body that's not good. And so by not sleeping, because of all the worry, I was causing physical damage to my bo- to my body. And most people, believe it or not, spend 70% of their lives living in survival and stress. That means only 30% of their lives is spent outside of survival and stress. So if someone lives, for example, 85 years, then 60 of those years are spent in stress. And so only 25 years are spent outside of survival and stress. And as Muslims, we're held responsible for every minute of our life and so if you spend 60 years worrying in survival mode that would not be the best thing and that's not to scare you that's just to offer a new perspective on time that we spend on anxious thoughts and just living in survival mode. And your body is your unconscious mind, right? So it keeps score of all the stress that you put it under. It keeps score of all the worry and anxiety it goes through. So for your mind, stress means a lack of safety. It will literally go into survival mode based on stress. And so for, if you're sitting down and you start thinking about some future worst case scenario that you're conjuring up in your mind that has not happened and will probably never happen, your body will begin to actually feel the emotion of that event. Because your mind and body don't know the difference between the event that's taking place in your in your world, outer world, and what you're creating by emotion or thought alone. Your body legitimately thinks the event is happening. You will have all the emotions and feelings of the event actually happening, even though it's not happening. And so we spend so much time thinking in our minds. Did you know that studies have found that out of what you think will happen, only 3% actually goes that way? 85% never happens. And 12% happens way better than you imagined. And so let's say you think that you're going to lose your job, right? And so that's like the terrible thought that you're having. Well, guess what? There's an 85% chance that will never happen. And there's a 12% chance that even if it happens, it will go way better than you're thinking. And then there's a 3% chance that it will go the way you're thinking. And so 3% is very small compared to 97%. I feel like we have switched it. We are like, what we think is going to happen, that's 97% sure going to happen and only 3% chance that it will not happen. I feel like that is how we operate. And guess what? For us Muslims, it's actually even better because we believe that 100% of the time, the best is always happening. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran in Suratul anfal Ayah 30, I will be lahim in a shaitan in Rajim. Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. What if Yam Kurubi Kaladina Kafarul, youth be took, oh Luka, oh Yukrijuke? Why Kuruna, why am Kurullah? What law, who And remember, O Prophet, when the disbelievers conspired to capture, kill, or exile you, they planned. But Allah also planned and Allah is the best of planners. There's so much that we can learn from the last part of this ayah. Everything that is happening in your life is part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan. And if you had the ability to zoom out and write your entire life, if you could restart your life and write it exactly the way you want, you'd write it the way it's already been written because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote it in the most perfect way. And you would want every challenge that you've been through, that you're gonna go through, because each challenge is bringing you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's making you call out to Him so much more. Now, disclaimer this may not apply to someone who doesn't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and never, rep- and never repents to Him. But Allahu alam, I don't know about that. And so for them, we don't know what their life looks like. Over here, what I'm specific- specifically talking about are believers. And so having full trust that everything will play out perfectly is difficult. Even though it's true because we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned our life, so it's going to work out perfectly. But again, believing that is difficult. Trust me, I've been through anxiety and till this day still suffer from anxious thoughts. And that particular painful night that I was talking about that I couldn't sleep... I was having a bunch of anxious thoughts and no matter how many times I tried to tell myself that everything was, going to be a fu- everything was going to be fine because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control, I was still struggling. And I finally realized why. It's because I've repeated to myself so many times that everything was going to happen for the worst and I convinced myself that it was true. I repeated the negative thoughts so many times that of course my brain was going to only repeat that to me. Especially when I'm so tired, so sleepy, my brain's going to repeat to me what it knows best. And I had just now begun to tell myself that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of everything. That was like a new thought that I started to incorporate. But again, unconsciously, it was not coming to me. Like majority of the time, I kept telling myself that the worst is going to happen, the worst is going to happen. But imagine if we could just live carefree because we knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was taking care of everything. And that Allah loves us so much and He is at all times so close to us. Because anxiety comes from the mind. It comes from thoughts and it comes from continuously worrying. And so if we could tell ourselves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take care of everything, then we could put some ease to our mind. And again, I know it's difficult. And so that's why I want to go into three practical steps I took to really let go and worry less. These three steps I have taken to become much more resilient and be able to push through the challenges that I am going through and have been through. Now, these three steps, it's important to keep in mind that they're for lessening the worry in the moment. Okay, They're not to change your circumstances because the only way to truly change your circumstance is by taking action. But like I mentioned earlier, it's hard to take action when you're constantly just thinking and worrying and you're just stuck in your mind. So inshallah, these three steps will help with the worry so that once you're out of the worry and the constant thinking of it, you're able to take action and inshallah, change your circumstances. So the first step, it's awareness. It's understanding where the anxiety is coming from which thoughts are causing the worry and the stress like what are you repeating to yourself what are you thinking about it's really important to become conscious of it to become aware of it because 90% of the thoughts we have every day are the same ones we've had the day before and so if you were anxious yesterday you will most likely be anxious today as well unless something drastic changed in your circumstances being aware of the thoughts that are causing you anxiety that helps us become more conscious of them and so we're able to talk back to our mind like okay i know these thoughts are coming and i know where they've where they're coming from i know this is something that i've been thinking about for the past week and so they're repetitive and so they're coming again nothing's changed so thinking about it right now is not any different than what happened yesterday when i kept thinking about it yesterday and so just being able to have that conversation with your brain that happens only after you're aware of the fact that All your stress and your anxiety is actually coming from the mind. It's coming from the internal talk that you're having, the internal thoughts that you're thinking. So once you're aware, the next step is to bring yourself back into the present moment. So every time you find yourself beginning to worry, bring yourself to the present moment. Open your eyes and start to identify where you are. Talk to yourself. I am in my office. I see my screen in front of me. I can see my hands. I can see the camera in front of me. I can see the mic in front of me. I see a keyboard in front of me. Just start talking to yourself and bringing yourself in the present moment and also start to think of all the good things around you like The fact that you're in an office, the fact that you have a roof over your head, the fact that you're safe, the fact that you have people around you that love you or the fact that you have food, the fact that you have money, whatever good stuff that you do have, start to think more about that. And we'll actually talk about gratitude in another episode, inshallah, because having gratitude is actually a really, really big way to increase resilience. So, okay, so once you've become conscious of your thoughts and you've brought yourself to the present, the next step is to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all your worries. Start to name them. Start to say all of them out loud to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put your hands up and be like, ya Allah, I want to talk to you and I'm going to tell you everything that's, that's happening. All the stuff that is going so bad in my life and just list them out. But remember do not blame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anything just say all of them just list out all of your worries without blaming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blaming other people just say all the things that are bothering you and ask him for help ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, for help ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this moment easier to ease all your concerns and to remove all the worry that you're constantly having and one really good dua to memorize and repeat is Allahumma inni a'udhu bika al-hammi wal-huzn وَالْعَجْزِ وَالْكَسْلِ وَالْجُبْنِ وَالْبُخْلِ وَضَلَعِ الدَّيْنِ وَغَلَبَةِ الرِّجَالِ Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from grief and sadness, from weakness and laziness, from miserliness and from being cowardly, from being overcome by debt and overpowered by people. This is just one of the duas that you can really read because it ask Allah Subhanahu wa taala to remove any type of grief and sadness and weakness and laziness and to really help you take more action and to really confide in Allah Subhanahu wa taala that things are tough and you really need his help and so no one but Allah Subhanahu wa taala can truly help us with internal concerns He subhanahu wa ta'ala has the power to do anything. And so these three steps, becoming conscious of your thoughts, bringing yourself to the present moment and talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have helped me lessen my anxiety. And the beauty of these three steps is that they're accessible to everyone at all times. You could literally be anywhere in any state and you could do these three steps. It doesn't require any external person. It doesn't require any special circumstances, any special place no special setting, not, nothing. You could literally do it anywhere and everywhere. Just remember that these steps are to lessen the worry in the moment. In order to truly change your circumstances, you have to take action. Making dua definitely is an action, yes, but there are still other actions you have to take. You can't only make dua and think everything will change. You do have to put in your effort. You do have to think. You do have to take action. Like, what am I going to do to make this better? What can I do? What's in my control? You really do have to start to... Th- think more of how can i change this and then start to take action towards being proactive and in, in changing your circumstances while simultaneously obviously always making da'a so i really hope these steps help you inshallah remember you are confident and you are strong and you're being tested because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows you can handle it you got this sister that's all i have for you today i really hope that this episode was helpful and if you enjoyed it, please, inshallah, share it with somebody and give me a review. That'd be awesome because I would love to read them. And also, if you want to talk to me directly, you can always DM me on my Instagram, which is my username is Official. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I'll end the way I always end. Make sure to make du'a for someone today that you love. And may Allah grant you all. A'afiyah. Barakallahu <laughs> feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa barakatuh.